Hello and welcome to Digital Mindfulness. This is a bonus show where today I'm going to be talking again to the smart buildings expert, Ken Sinclair. This show is really a distillation of the talk I was going to give at the AHR Expo 2019, which for reasons outside of my control, I'm now unable to attend. But we thought that even though I am unable to deliver this talk in person, that it would actually be of real benefit to everyone involved if we were to record an interview between us and then distill down the main points of the talk and then share it with you all. So enjoy the show with Ken Sinclair. In the show, we really talk about the future of digitally mindful smart buildings, edification, and in particular, how we can more sustainably and again more quickly reach this humane digitized future for buildings. So Ken it's a real pleasure to be on the line with you again for the Digital Mindfulness Show and I'm really looking forward to our discussion about digitally mindful buildings so welcome to the show. Thank you very much. One of the things that I know that you've been um, that you've been writing about and that you are going to be talking about at the conference is this whole idea of um, of building emotions, um, and I'm really fascinated for you to share just exactly what this whole idea is because um, it's something that I think everybody should know. Okay, thanks, Lawrence, for asking. Um, <clears throat> it actually came when we first met at. Uh, what I call the Helsinki headshake when uh, we went out to the Nordic Smart Building Convention and uh, we first met and you were on the docket uh, explaining more about what uh, digital mindfulness actually meant. But it was also a lot of the folks at the conference were were looking more towards a humanistic relationship with the buildings, which uh, kind of hit me. Uh, I've always been kind of coming at it from a technology point of view, so this this seemed quite a shift in thought. Uh, so uh, we wrote an article and we called it "Building Emotion," and we kind of did a play on words where that becomes both a noun and a verb and any other adjective you want it to be. And the idea is that a, every building does, in fact, have emotion because it contains people and the people within the building have emotions and if we can capture that i think that has something to do with what you're talking about in our journey to uh, digital uh, mindfulness absolutely because you know i think whenever i whenever people ask me what digital mindfulness is and um you know the first thing i think people in general think about is mindfulness right they'll think about meditating etc but actually what I'm trying to really get across is the whole idea that um, with all of these technological and digital signals that, we're, that we're, we come into contact with every single day, our screens, our Wi-Fi, our emails, all of these signals, um, that actually um, I think putting all of these different artifacts together in exactly the right way for the right people at the right time um, is a combination of arts and science, right? We can't just be bombarded by this. Um, otherwise, people are going to have terrible, terrible experiences. And of course, this is what we're finding out now in in perhaps, you know, people, it, I guess in perhaps the technological 
backlash that came, you know, in 2018, people are really starting to question how they're connected and why they're being connected in such a way. And I think from my part, certainly from when we met um, in person, I'm really fascinated to see and to, to kind of understand now, but also to envision just the role that digitized buildings um, can play in this. And, you know, it might sound like a little bit of an aside, but all of our spaces now are becoming digitized. And, and I think it is really, you know, I think that, you know, we were just having this discussion recently, I know, Ken, but, um, but the way that we digitize our spaces has a profound, has a profound, like potentially profound impact on, on people the world over. I agree. And I, I think the other piece that's moving rapidly is the, uh, <clears throat> the edification, <laughs> if that's a word, of, uh, of technology in the fact that we have the ability to move more power uh, right out to the devices. And the devices can talk to us, uh, basically have machine vision interaction with us and uh, a lot of other human-like uh, traits. And I think this becomes a uh, an opportunity for us because we're doing this incredibly different approach to our industry, it becomes an amazing opportunity for to us to do that mindfully. And uh, so therefore, and I think you did a, a podcast on this, on uh, uh, digital mindful uh, machines. And uh, I, think, I think we're at that point. And uh, part of our session at AHR Atlanta is, speaks to that uh, open hardwares, open softwares, and open minds. Uh, and uh, we're, we're just seeing kind of big shift in that. Uh, while we're making this incredible shift, I think it's quite easy for us to trowel in mindfulness uh, because we're doing stuff completely different than we've done it before. So uh, I'm not sure that anybody will notice that the mindfulness actually got included. So Ken, when you are talking about digitally mindful machines and in particular edification, can you just define what you mean by that term exactly? Uh, the fact that the devices are getting getting smarter and having uh, capabilities, I guess the the simplest thing for the public would be is uh, I've just bought one of these uh, Amazon uh, uh, controllers for the the TV, uh, and it uh, it basically the remote has a button on it, and inside of the remote is a connection to Amazon Echo. And we're starting to see that in our industry as well as the Echo B thermostats now have an Amazon uh, interface so you can talk to them to turn the temperature up. You can also talk to them and ask them what the temperature or what, yeah, what the weather forecast is or anything else that uh, uh, Amazon Echo knows. And we're starting to see a similar uh, reaction, of course, with uh, Hey Google. And so we're seeing more of a, a seamless uh, interface. And I guess this all leads to our next theme, which is is op open. And we're seeing open and everybody asks us, what do you mean by open? And it's it's just this, this uh, myriad of devices that are closer to what we're physically doing that actually interact with each other, interact with the devices, 
and now are starting to bridge the human, uh, the humanistic uh, gap. It's interesting uh, if you have um, Amazon Echo, uh, there's the concern about it listening all the time. It's kind of interesting to have a, a device that when you put your finger on the button, it does what you ask it to. But when you take your finger off the button, it's out of the room. Uh, so that's kind of an interesting thing. So it's starting to see a lot of uh, interfaces. I'm, I'm intrigued by the work you're doing with Google and, and other folks uh, because that will have a ripple effect on our industry ever how those folks figure out the, the humanistic side of of uh, making their devices interact with uh, folks, then that would be, we'll probably start to follow those. And in fact, we may even inherit and make their pieces part of our pieces of, uh, of products. Uh, you know, simplest thing is, is something that opens the door. Uh, and uh, again, in, <clears throat> in Helsinki, the, the concept of a deviceless interface in fact that the actual device can recognize who you are and when it sees you coming it can uh, open the door and and wish you good morning and uh, and and carry on a conversation and uh, you know that's that's i think a direction that we're we're slowly heading tech a better better blend of technology and uh, and humanistic relationships I think calling this approach a, you know, building emotion, you know, as you mentioned recently, that it is, you know, it's an adjective, it's a noun, um, and it's a verb as well. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's incredibly apt, um, particularly when we start to imagine different um, different aspects of what we've been talking about here at Digital Mindfulness for years now. Like, as you mentioned, like screen-free um, computing and how you can do that in a mindful way um, and using other things like sensors, et cetera, um, in a mindful way. So I, I think this is um, fascinating. And of course, this is exactly what, um, you know, what is going to be the subject of the talk. So, so tell me, Ken, at the conference, what is it exactly that you're going to be sharing with the audience there? Uh, well, we've got nine sessions, believe it or not, which is a lot for us. We normally do about four, so it's uh, almost double plus. Uh, the first one is called The Future of Building Automation, Creating Our New Persona, Building Emotion. And we're going to chat a little bit about that and just, you know, just try and figure out how we're going to make that bridge. And then uh, we've got some what I call realists. <laughs> I, I always tell, tell stories about the way things should be or I, I want them to be. And uh, then I always run into this darn reality people who, uh, who tell me what's really happening, which, uh, but it's always a good combination because uh, we, we kind of push each other. And ironically, uh, often, often reality is ahead of, uh, ahead of my stories, which uh, always uh, excites me, but uh, that'll be that kind of a session. And then we've got a couple of training sessions because we're, we need to badly retrain uh our people, I suspect this is a problem of most industries, and it was requested by the seminar to, um, there, by the AHR people to have a, um, a couple of uh, sessions that people could kind of get a toehold and, and, and try and find out why we talk so funny and uh, uh, become part of us. And then 
our afternoon session, of course, was with yourself, and we were going to uh, talk about smart environments for humans. And uh, thank you very much for the article that you provided. That was just great. Uh, it kind of helped set the scene, and uh, we'll refer to that in the uh, in the session now. And we're deeply grieved that uh, I was I was looking forward to introducing as you a, to our, uh, as am I. our crowd of people. <laughs> As am I, and I think you know this whole idea of a of smart environments for humans. It's it's just fascinating. Um, just who exactly is interested in this space now? Because it's not just the um, I guess the uh, the buildings industry who would be who would be interested in things like this. But when you are talking about things like um, um, like live events, for example, or when you are talking about, say, sports, um, sports stadiums, etc., um, the whole idea then of smart environments for actual humans, it does become incredibly important um, how those environments are designed and what technology you're using for that and how we can design that humanistically, as you put it. Yeah, it's great. It's, uh, it's, it's fascinating for sure. Uh, and uh, we have some other... Uh, Seminar sessions, we're calling them education sessions. Uh, another one, smart building automation evolution from Ethernet to emotion. And so I'm trying to trying to create uh, a couple of dots there that I can I can join as we've kind of suggesting the hard technology uh, to to this emotional side. And I'm I'm trying my main main pitch of the whole all the sessions is to try and get uh, the our folks, the technology folks, thinking a little bit more humanistically. And uh, again, in our next session is the next generation of HVAC controls, open open hardware, open software. Uh, that's an interesting concept for us from a technology point of view. We've, we've experienced open software before and seen the power of that, but we haven't really seen the fact that all of these little controllers now are completely open and uh, probably the easiest way for non-technicals to understand it is, is we now have the power of a total PC inside of a controller. So we can create the personality. Each edge controller can now have a personality that we can, we can first decide whether we're going to use uh, a Unix operating system or a Windows operating system. We can decide whether we're going to uh, uh, use Amazon Web Services and and uh, Echo uh, voice control, or you know, we just load all of this stuff up as we would any kind of capability, and then this thing gets stapled to a, a controller because the physical size of this is is like two inches by two inches, and uh, and the cost of it is so so cheap that it's the processor. We basically buy it for the processor, and it comes with all of these web capabilities it's able to call out and uh, and have an interaction with uh, web information so these whole controllers are just becoming incredibly smart and we're starting to see artificial intelligence self-learning routines are becoming pretty common uh, and now we just have to figure out what the heck to do with an incredible tool like that and then we have another session after that with uh, what I call the old sages of the uh, industry. And we've been, this is our seventh annual, we call it the Connection Community Collaboration. And uh, it's uh, uh, all of, w w seven years ago, we were 
walking around trying to decide what what is it we do and we finally decided as an industry all we really do is connect things and we connect uh, temperature sensors we connect uh, VAV boxes and air conditioners and lights and uh, we just connect things to things and uh, so we're in the connection industry and so we as leaders in the connection industry, all from various points of view, whether they were wireless or open standards, uh, we all got together and we would have just a little discussion as to where we saw things going. And this is our seventh year. And I've added exploring our human connection, our new connection. Uh, we've been always talking about uh, technical connections. I think two years ago, we were hard into wireless Last year, the open hardware concept uh, came, these the Raspberry Pis and the uh, Beagle boards and, and hardware devices actually significantly changing our industry. And this year, I'm hoping to, uh, to talk about our human connection, which is something as an industry we, haven't, we don't have a lot of experience in at all. And then actually one more, which is the uh, future of supermaster in systems integrators. And in our industry, we have folks whose job is to integrate all this connection. Uh, and it's getting way more complicated because there's getting more things to integrate. And it's, uh, it's a moving target. And now we have to integrate one more thing. And the most important thing, we have to integrate the people into the process. And again, we're, we're, still, we're still struggling because we've come from the control industry. So we've had to learn the IT industry, uh, which we did. And uh, now we have to learn what it is you're talking about so we can incorporate that in our integrations and that may be the the super in the title the future of super master systems integrators the next level anyway so that's just sort of some of the stuff we're chatting about so you can see we're certainly using all of your teachings as a springboard absolutely and i think like i I think sorry and i think also it'd be really great to um have you back on the show with other kind of other luminaries of the um, of the smart buildings industry and to really just discuss what's going to be happening in 2019 and how we can how we can better imagine digitizing um, humanely our you know these our spaces basically in in a way that's going to be beneficial um, for people. So um, see, I'm really looking forward to having you back on the show for that. Super, pleased to do that. Amazing. Well, Ken, look, it's been short, um, but certainly it's been sweet. And so it's a real pleasure to have you back on the show. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again. Okay. Thank you.